Okay, we're back with another episode of Masters of Travel. This podcast is presented by Travel Magazine. I'm your host and the editor-in-chief of Travel Magazine, Justin Kirby. And today I'm super excited because I am sitting down with the head of one of the biggest travel blogs in the world, Jacob Fu from Local Adventurer. Along with his wife, Jacob runs Local Adventurer, which is one of the largest travel blogs in the world, like I mentioned before. They are originally from Atlanta, but moved to a new city every single year. And they're spending uh, 2018 in New York City, pretty good place to be. In this podcast, we're going to discuss why they chose to embark on their new city every year adventure, tips for people who want to start traveling full time, and what places around the world they love the most, both cities that they've lived in um, in the US and places that they've traveled to around the world. But before we get into all that good stuff, and there is a lot of good stuff on top of what I mentioned, we want to start this podcast by telling you that Masters of Travel is brought to you by Next Trip. Next Trip is the best booking engine on the internet. You can book flights, hotels, alternative lodging, anything you want to book travel wise, you can book it on Next Trip. So no matter where you're headed, be sure, be sure to start your search on nexttrip.com. We also like to mention great charities that you can support on this podcast. Every week we come to you with a charity that our guests love. And Jacob is a big fan of Presencia, which is a neighborhood-based program that provides tutoring, mentoring, and leadership development in Atlanta's immigrant community. So if you want to learn more about that great charity, you can visit presenciaatl.org. I'm going to spell that out for you. It's P-R-E-S-E-N-C-I-A atl.org. I'm also going to put that link in our show notes page, which you, can, which you can find on Travel Magazine in the podcast section. With that, guys, we want to thank you so much for being listeners to Masters of Travel. Get comfortable. Let's get ready. Let's get right into the episode and learn from another master of travel, Jacob Fu. Welcome to another episode of the Masters of Travel podcast. I'm your host, Justin Kirby. I just gave a little bit of a rundown of Jacob from Local Adventure, but Jacob, great to have you here. Fill the fill the audience in with a little bit more details about you, who you are, things you think that they might need to know. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me, Justin. Um, no so uh, the bulk of what we do is, is is our travel blog. You know, Esther started it about six years ago, and then I joined her full time three and a half years ago, and uh, we've been moving to a new city every year, and most of the time people are curious on where we've lived. So we're originally from Atlanta. Uh, we've done LA, Las Vegas, San Diego, lived in Airstream for three months, Portland, and now New York City. Where did that idea come from to move to a new city every year? That's such a, a unique, and, and following up on that, are you guys really um, you know, specific about, okay, it's got to be the one-year mark. As soon as that we get close to that one-year mark, we've got the itch to go somewhere else? Yeah, you know, it's been, um, it kind of evolved from the beginning. When when we moved out to LA initially, I was doing a YouTube channel with my brother mm -hmm. and Esther didn't really love the idea of LA at the time, but we said, hey, let's give it a try. We'll sign a one-year lease and we'll see where it goes from there. Um, so while I was doing that, she started the blog and I think the idea of Local Adventure came about because as we left Atlanta, we realized, you know, we get into our daily routine so easily when we live in a place for a long time and we tend not to explore outside of that routine. Um, and so we realized even though we're both from Atlanta, there were so many things we never did just because we made the excuse of, we'll eventually get to it. So we found that a year just logistically works well. You know, we can sign a one-year lease for an apartment, but also it's long enough to be able to kind of explore the city, but short enough to give us urgency. 
Yeah, no, that's that's great. I think anyone who's, if you've ever moved away from a city and then moved back to that city, you know that when you move back, you go, oh my God, there's so many things that I missed the first time around. Yeah. So yeah. Um, it's, it's a great idea to be exploring new cities every single year. Now, if for any of our audience that is familiar with local adventure and and uh, Jacob and Esther, they'll know that you guys, you know, you, you take some amazing photos. You're clearly extremely talented with uh, photos and videos, obviously. Do you have a background in photography? Thank you. Um, yeah, it's actually, it's all Esther. Um, I can't take any credit for the photos. Um, <laughs> when I when I met Esther, she was doing wedding photography and I had eventually joined her, but she was doing it for about eight years before the travel blog. Photography is one thing that, that she's she's amazing at. And, um, you know, I, I just become a human tripod in, in most cases. <laughs> we'll be sure at the end of the episode to uh, talk about Jacob and Esther's Instagram account so you guys can go follow them there. But it's, it's really some, uh, some amazing visual stuff. But l- let's lay the groundwork a little bit. How many countries have you guys visited? And I guess uh, how many cities as well have you lived in in the U.S.? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we've been to 37 countries and this is our fifth city with local adventure. You know, I guess travel style wise, we do much prefer kind of that slow travel. And so we only go internationally maybe two to three times a year and mostly stay within the States. Right. So a lot of it's about exploring those local cities. And uh, yeah, when you say slow travel, I guess it's it's a yearly slow travel, right? You really mean it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. What do you guys think was the reason that, that made you want to sort of embark on this journey? And in particular, talking about living in new cities every year, was there something that sort of instigated this? Uh, was it Was it a conversation one night or is this something you guys have been planning for a long time? Um, yeah, I think as we we started to try different cities, we we figured you know you can commit to anywhere for a year, um, and then part of it was really just to show people that like to, to show people and encourage people. There's a lot to explore in your own city, so that's kind of where the idea came from, and, and that's where it's been so far. We've just enjoyed uh, being able to to really have a new home base every year. Yeah, absolutely. Did you guys start the travel blog before you started on the journey? Like, did it evolve into this? Or did you start the travel blog essentially, you know, day one, once you started this? It kind of uh, evolved together. Um, You know, I when we moved to LA, I was still doing YouTube. And so when Esther was kind of in a transition between figuring out, well, I, you know, she didn't want to do wedding photography anymore. What should she do? She started just a personal blog. I think like a lot of blogs start out and it was just really to um, talk about the travels that we've been doing. Um, and I think that's, that's when the idea started to form and, and when we started to talk about the fact that people were doing this as a living and how can we make this uh, a career as well. The, that's where the idea really started to, and the conversation started, but it was over a couple of years before we really came up with this idea. Um, and, and it still continues to, you know, we still take it year by year to see, you know, how, how long can we keep doing it? And do we still want to keep moving or do we want to eventually make a longer term home base? Right. Would you guys say that, um, you know, the content that you're putting out on your blog and on your social media platforms, is, is there a specific type of content? Cause I've noticed a lot of really in-depth articles when it comes to the blog. There's a lot of really in-depth posts on, you know, it's not just five things you can do in a city. There's hundreds of things you can do in cities in a lot of cases. What is sort of your guys style when it comes to the stuff that you're putting out? And is there a one, a platform in particular where people, um, where your audience connects with you, you know, most of all? 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think Instagram in terms of the platform, just because it's the most visual. And, and, and as you mentioned, you know, Esther is an amazing photographer. So it's an easy way to share on that platform. Um, this year, we're doing a lot more YouTube um, as well. So we're trying to trying to put more videos out that are kind of, uh, as, as you mentioned, informational as well as that inspirational. I think that the type of post that we write uh, is you, you kind of nailed it on the head in terms of trying to mix that that those visuals with the information, uh, you know, I think part of it comes from Esther's uh, maximizer personality, and then also her her science background. She used to be a, a chemistry major, so we we look at things very much from those eyes. So when we started the blog, we realized there were a lot of blogs out there as we were traveling that you know it, it would be frustrating because we'd find a cool list, but it wouldn't tell us how to do any of it or it wouldn't be that in-depth. So that's the gap we're trying to fill and and what uh, Esther naturally tries to accomplish with each blog post. Right. Would you say that that's one of the most gratifying things about running the blog is, you know, being able to answer those questions? I'm sure you guys have a lot of people coming to you asking for advice. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's it's always nice to hear the feedback of, of, you know, uh, that people are able to use the post and um, that it's able to get them out there and, and go on an adventure. Yeah. What, what advice would you give to someone who, who maybe wanted to start either a, start a travel blog just in the beginning or people who might be a little bit further down the road and want to go full time with it? You know, it, it's, I think the biggest piece of advice is, is it's a business mm-hmm. and you have to treat it that way. Uh, I think a lot of times people uh, look at you know, what we're doing in, in the travel blog world and say, wow, that's amazing. I just want to be on vacation all the time. Uh, whereas in reality, we spend uh, countless hours in front of our computer and, and it's a lot of planning. It's a lot of work. I think the conversation I usually have with people who are interested is, you know, how much how much sweat do you want to put into it? You know, we've been working on it for six years and it's, it's still a constant grind day to day. Yeah. But yeah, that's, I mean, it's, if you're willing to treat it like a job from day one, then I think it's absolutely possible. Yeah, that's probably one of the biggest misconceptions of people when they see uh, people that are doing it professionally is that, uh, you know, I, I just think there's a lot of people who are okay giving eight hours to a boss, but then when it switches to doing it for themselves, sometimes it falls off a bit. But uh, yeah. you know, don't uh, don't look at that. That's a charade. If you're going to do this full time, you've got to 100% commit. And yeah, you'll be sitting at a desk a lot of the time too, working on your own stuff. So um, if for anyone that wants to go full time, be sure uh, that you know the commitment you're signing up for. Let's let's talk a little bit about um, some of the places you've been and some of the things you like. So, do you guys have a favorite um, place that you've been around the world? And is there a city of the cities that you've lived in so far that you think tops the list? You know, in terms of cities we've lived in, uh, San Diego is probably our favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to beat. It's just great weather uh and then that that west coast life and easy access to beach and mountains and outdoors and climbing and all this stuff uh we still talk about going back there uh eventually and then internationally i would say my favorite spot has been galapagos islands i was just absolutely fascinated with the wildlife there and the, the, the idea that these creatures are you know the these, these are the only places in the world that you can see them. And so, yeah, I, I absolutely loved it. Yeah. And, and I'm sure uh, with her science background, Esther loved that too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's a, it's, it's an amazing place. What, what would you say about San Diego surprised you the most about the city? Something you didn't expect when you moved there? Um, let me see. 
I think what surprised me most about San Diego was was just the overall vibe. You know, you, you hear about this kind of laid back surfer vibe uh, of the city, but you know, we had just been living in LA and, and Vegas, which have a very totally opposite vibe. And um, it, it was just really cool to see how how laid back the community was and how welcoming everybody was there. Yeah, it's 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 very interesting. You know, you only have to go a few hours away from a place to get a completely different vibe. And uh, yeah, Los Angeles and San Diego, totally different scenes for sure. Yeah, yeah. What would you say is something that you guys have done on your travels, or it could be related to, you know, the blog and the business that you've created that you're really proud of? Yeah, I mean, I think ultimately it's 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 the blog for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as a whole, like just to be able to turn something that we love into a career. But what we're constantly trying to do is is push ourselves to try something new, whether it's something we're uncomfortable with or afraid of. Um, you know, facing those fears, and and we may not love it, but we want to give it a go. You know, like recently we were in Jasper National Park and went ice climbing for the first time. And we started rock climbing a few years ago to kind of conquer our fear of heights. Both of us still get nervous on heights. So we just continue to try to push that. And and I think it's kind of that step-by-step moment being more or being proud of ourselves to to conquer that yeah absolutely i mean there's there's obviously all of the uh, challenges to overcome that are uh you know things that things that we're scared of in a in a literal sense like uh, heights but what would you say you know when you guys move to a new city i feel like a lot of people get intimidated going you know i don't know anyone there how am i going to make friends how did how do you guys overcome that process getting to know people in a new city and getting over those types of fears yeah it was it was absolutely uh, tough the first couple of years, and and I think um, it's it's partly because as as you get older and you become adults, you just don't make friends as often anymore. Yeah. You know, you kind of, uh, especially if you've been living somewhere for a while. For us, we've just learned that we, we've learned to to make friends quickly and kind of to accept the fact that that some of them you'll become lifetime friends with and some of them will be friends just for that season while you're in the city. And I think accepting that really helps and uh, really pushes us to, to not hold back or, or not to hesitate. Because I think at the beginning for me, I, I always felt guilty of like, oh, well, I don't want to get to know somebody, you know, I, I'm taking up their time and eventually we're just, we're not going to talk much after we leave. But I think, you know, like, like anything else, they're, they're just seasons and we kind of have gotten used to that and accept that. But for us, you know, we, we have our hobbies, we go climbing, so we've learned, we've met friends through climbing gym and um, through photography or Instagram or other bloggers as well. Yeah, it, it helps when you're uh, exploring cities like crazy like you guys are. Um, <laughs> what would you say is the most interesting thing? I'll ask this in a, in a couple of parts. What would you say is the most interesting thing you've eaten on your travels? But also, you know, what cities' cuisines do you really like? What countries' cuisines do you really like? Talk to me a little bit about food in general um, on your travels and how you've experienced it. I would say the most interesting thing I've eaten is probably Swan Heart. Oh boy. Um, I had it at a sushi bar where it was like an omakase thing and, and he brought out these thin slices of Swan Heart that were slightly seared. Super interesting. Yeah. Very not what I expected. But in terms of cuisine, you know, I, I think we love uh, Korean and Japanese food for sure. Mm-hmm. We're always looking... I mean, when we moved to New City, that's probably some of the stuff that we try first and hope to find like our go-to spot. And in terms of the city that we love food most, I would say LA probably has some of the best food that we've had, um, especially because we love Korean food. 
so even when we were living in in San Diego or Las Vegas, we would drive in and and do you know do a weekend just eating. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, it seems like a, a lot of the cities that you listed that you guys have lived in have some pretty good cuisine options available. So you guys have obviously yeah. been eating well over the past couple of years. <laughs> Definitely. What would you say is uh, one of the more crazy things you've done on your trip? So it, maybe it's some a fear that you've had to overcome, more literal, like uh, ice climbing, something like that. Is there something that you guys have done um, that you would say, yeah, that, that most people would say that's uh, that's pretty nuts? Um, I, I would say, I, I don't know if this would be crazy, but it, it would be probably one of our, our most epic trips um, was uh, in Indonesia. We went to a, um, a small uh, set of islands called Darawan Islands. Just to give you an idea, from from Jakarta, it's like two plane rides, three hour bus ride, and another hour boat ride to get there. But it was amazing. We spent three four days there snorkeling. We uh, we were able to snorkel with whale sharks, so wild whale sharks out there. They also have a jellyfish lake, which most people know of the one in Palau, uh, but there's also one in Indonesia where uh, you can. Uh, snorkel inside the lake with these jellyfish who have over time their stingers are at such a low uh, I forgot the word but a low decibel so you don't actually feel the sting so that was just such a wild experience being in there kind of freaky getting into the water but once you're in there it's kind of this magical it feels like small mushrooms floating around wow. you um, yeah, so it was, uh, it was just, it's one of the most memorable trips we've taken. Yeah, no, that sounds incredibly unique. Uh, you can't, uh, the, the trip to get there itself also sounds a little crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a commitment for sure. Yeah, no kidding. What's, what's something, tell me, tell me one big lesson that you've learned on your travels around the country and around the world. I would say for us, we're always trying to remind ourselves to be present, uh, which is hard. Uh, because, you know, we're always trying to capture photos and videos, but I think a lot of people are like that now, especially with social media. You know, you're trying to capture everything so that you can share it online. I feel like it's such a cliche answer, but I think it just becomes more and more relevant. Uh, but to take time to be present and actually enjoy the moment of, of where you are and what you're doing. Yeah, I agree. I think it's becoming more difficult. It seems like it to become present. We just, you know, if you uh, if you don't set your phone up properly, you're going to get dings and buzzes and whistles every two seconds. So um, yeah, yeah, it's getting get, reminding yourself to live in the present couldn't be more important, especially you know when we're on the road and. And in everyday life, um, what, what do you, have you guys talked about? What city you're off to next, and whereabouts are you guys right now? When like you're in New York, obviously, but where in the year are you? As as a uh, you know, how many months are you into New York right now? Yeah, we're we're about halfway. So we're we're here until uh, a little less than halfway. We're here until the end of January 2019. Okay. We haven't really talked about uh, our next city yet, just because we wait till about three ish months before we're about to leave. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're open to suggestions if anyone has it. Um, yeah, we're just, um, we, we kind of just take it year by year and see, see where we're at toward closer to the end of the year before we decide. And how does that process work once you get to that three month period? Do you sit down like one night and really hammer it out or you, do you kind of wait, take in some information from, from your readers and from your friends and, and loved ones? How do you, how do you come up with the next place? 
Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of everything. You know, we, we absolutely kind of, uh, we look for suggestions, but um, there, we've learned over the years that there's a couple things that, that we have to find in, in the city that we're living in. It's got to be a, from the business standpoint, a pretty bloggable city. Mm-hmm. So enough content uh, that we can create within the city and also a city that, that is getting searched, you know, that, that people are visiting and so that we can, that so people are looking for it. Um, and then, um, you know, as you mentioned, we're, we try to prioritize cities with good food, uh, good photography spots. And lately we've decided that we have to kind of live in a city with a pretty major airport just because as we do travel plenty through the year, we found that living in a small city, a small city airport like Portland, we were connecting every yeah. flight, which just gets really yeah, Absolutely. Speaking of international travel, what um, place would you say is at the top of your bucket list when it comes to, you know, not necessarily going to live, but uh, the next place that you'd want to visit? I would say from my list, it would be Madagascar. Okay. Kind of same reason with Galapagos. I'm just fascinated with kind of the, the landscape and the wildlife yeah. there. But I know it's a tough place to get to and to get around. Yeah, that's, that's definitely going to be more than a connecting flight. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, leave us leave us with some wisdom. So our I think our um, listeners really like to take advice from travel experts like yourself. What do you think others would benefit from knowing from? I'll give two pieces of advice, I guess. Um, one would be to take advantage of every weekend you have in your city. You know, that's kind of the philosophy that we have here at Local Adventure is to make the most use of your time. So don't always just look for these faraway places or to think, uh, I, I can't, if I'm not you know, traveling to Fiji, then I'm not traveling. Um, there's so much to uh, explore within your city and within a day trip or weekend trip from your city. Um, and then secondly, you know, I think when we travel, we plan uh, for sure. We plan kind of what's important to us, like photography and food. So we'll plan our sunrise or sunset spots as well as our meals. But then we kind of use a list, a master list of other things we're interested in to fill in the blank, but really leave a lot of room for improvising. Uh, just because we've learned that as we, you know, as we're traveling and we talk to the waiter or the locals that we see on the street, we may learn about something that we had no idea about uh, from doing research online. And uh, we, we decide, hey, let's let's check out what they mentioned rather than the things that were on our list. It's kind of this uh, find find the right balance of planning but leaving room for adventures. Yeah, I think uh, I think our listeners are starting to to get this, and I mean they're hearing it from expert travelers, guys. It's a mix of planning and being spontaneous, and it's a fine balance. You got to figure out where it works for you. But I think uh, yeah. most people we've had on the show have echoed that in some way, shape, or form. That it's got to be a mix of those two. Um, great advice. Before we go, where can people find you online? Your, your social media channels. I want to be sure you mention those Instagram channels as well. Uh, your website. Give us the information where people can find you. Yeah. Um, our blog is localadventurer.com. Um, you can find links to everything there. Uh, but our Instagram, uh, Esther's is Esther Julie, and mine is Jacob the Foo. Um, I'll send you links and you can share with your readers or with your listeners. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Listeners and readers will be sure to put this up uh, on Travel Magazine as well on the show notes page. So if you go to travelmagazine.com, you'll see the podcast link in the top right hand corner. And this episode with Local Adventure will be right there. We'll have all of the details there. To all of our listeners, guys, thanks so much for listening. Jacob, thanks so much for coming on. We really appreciate you taking the time. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. 
All right, guys, that does it for another episode of Masters of Travel. Before you you close the screen, though, be sure you guys go and follow um, Jacob and Esther on Instagram and on YouTube. All of the links you can find that we just mentioned prior on travelmagazine.com in the podcast section. They've got some fantastic content that they're putting out on YouTube and Instagram and on their blog as well, of course, on localadventure.com. But be sure to go follow them in those places. You will not regret it. A lot of color going on on their Instagram. It's, it's really beautiful stuff. Um, to our listeners, guys, thanks so much for listening to Masters of Travel. We couldn't do it without you. If you left a review on the podcast, you would help us reach more people. We'd really appreciate that. Again, anything that I mentioned during the show, you can find on travelmagazine.com. I'm Justin Kirby. You can find me on Twitter at CaveJustin. If you'd like to talk about your next trip or have a guest that you think we should feature on the show, give me a shout out on Twitter. I love to hear from our listeners. Guys, Thank you so much again for supporting the show and we will talk to you soon. Happy travels.